All right, Acts chapter 6. Here we go. All right. Um, the disciples were increasing in their numbers, hmm. it says, and Hellenistic Jews complained against Hebraic Jews because their widows were being overlooked in the daily distribution of food. Already having a problem with the common <laughs> living, aren't we? Yes. The Greek Jews are like, hey, they're getting more than our, their widows are getting more than yeah. ours. Yeah. So I had like clarifying questions. Yeah. Ha yeah. Greek Jews, Hellenistic Jews are Greek Jews. Yeah. And why, okay, there actually have several. The, why were there Hellenistic Jews? Great like, question. what is a Hellenist? Why did that exist even? I'm going to make up some dates here, but maybe 400 years before Jesus was born, Alexander the Great, who was the great uh, uh, emperor of Greece, mm -hmm. conquered a bunch of countries. And those countries contained Jewish people. And Jews were removed from their kind of former ground and culture mm -hmm. to that of the the Greeks that's called the Hellenization of people mm. when a people take over the ways of the Greeks so when Jesus by the time Jesus comes along 400 years later she's swallowing her yawns now which is always yeah. great. <laughs> it's late afternoon it looks like this <laughs> I'm so sorry <laughs> My poor girls I'm get sorry. away with nothing. But so by the time Jesus comes, there's some Jews have fully embraced the Hellenistic ways. Okay. Right. And then there's others who haven't. They've only kept true to the Judaistic ways. Okay. Yeah. Judaistic. Yeah. Hebraic. Hebraic. Judaistic, I think is also a word. Sure it is. Ye who yawns in father's face. Okay. So maybe a dumb question but why was there ju judgment against them like they would there's always like... groups that want to be the purest okay yeah. i figured yeah they just it's like a progressive thing yeah. and they're like that's not okay and but then why are disciples what is going on like disciples are giving food to jews yeah in a program of some sort yeah, yeah. okay when they decided to have everything in common, right? Remember, they decided yeah. to have everything in common. So we have Hellenistic Jews who are contributing oh. so much. And we have Judaistic Jews who are contributing so much. And the Jews are taking more. The okay. reason they were taking more is because they were losing everything. Because the Jewish culture was against them. Okay, yeah. okay. So Jew... When it's talking about Hellenistic Jews and Hebraic Jews, these are disciples. These are all Christians. Oh, yes. okay, okay, yes. okay, okay. Why would they call them Jews? Because that's where Christianity came from, was Judaism. So at this point in time, they're still Jews. They're still going to the temple. It's They're still doing everything that was part of the law, you know, to try yeah. to... They didn't know what to really do yet. Yeah, because Christ is the Messiah of the Jews. That's right. Like, it's all Judaism. It's all Judaism. Yeah, everything. So it's still in line. Like, it's not like they're departing from no. their belief by no. believing in Christ. And it's this caused a great it. deal of problem with people mm. because cultures take over 
and the culture reigns over the truth. Mm. So you have someone who says the Jewish culture is best and the Greeks are aware, and they do this. This was a problem Paul faced almost mm. everywhere he went. The, yeah. the Hebraic versus Hellenistic. Yeah. We should call ourselves Jews. Um, well, <laughs> Is that insane to say? Here's the thing. Just remember <laughs> that that's true. Because God said to Abraham, you're going to have as many offspring as the sands of the sea, stars in the sky. Uh Okay. Well, if you look at the nation of Israel, the Jews themselves, they're not as number as the stars in the sky. So how is that going to grow? It's going to grow by you converting to Christ and you're adopted in as a Jew. And Paul calls you a real Jew, Uh not of the circumcision, not of the circumcision. Christians are real Jews. Those who are real Christians are real Jews. You are adopted into the house of Israel because of your faith. And that's what makes you, your faith, a real Jew. Why? Because faith has been behind the uh, Jewish history forever. Mm -hmm. It's always been about faith. Mm -hmm. So you're walking by faith in the same God you are adopted in. But is is that real Jew thing applicable just to those people Paul was talking to like is it all done with after yeah. Christ returned yeah the Jew and this is another thing that people don't accept or w- will accept there's no more Jews we don't even know who they don't have a yeah. temple they're not offering sacrifice for their sin they're not following the law they don't even know their genealogy but okay so like a Gentile that believes on Christ is a real Jew to yeah. Paul and that's in that time. And then Jesus returns. It's all done. Yeah. So anyone believes right after Jesus returns. And now we're just looking back on it. Anyone who believes on that story is just It's a just believer. figuratively a, somebody who's been adopted into the real house of Israel. That still a real exists. Jew. A real Jew. Okay. Yeah. But, but you're saying it would be that name isn't applicable after the return. Okay. Um, the name as a people group is not applicable because as a people group, they got their identity, not only through religious observance, but also through governmental. So that's what we're talking about. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. It's a big topic. Um, there just shouldn't even be a name for this now. Like there shouldn't, there's no name for it. Right. Yeshuan. Yeah. There's no name, Yeshuan. Um, okay, so they didn't, to keep going, um, the 12 gathered all the disciples together and said, you know, excuse it. It wouldn't be right for us to neglect them. They, they're not excused it, sorry. They um, were saying this is taking too much of our time to be talking about right. <laughs> the distribution of food. So we'll pick seven people yes. to work on this. That's where Stephen comes in. That's right. Stephen. That's right. So, and these seven people were called what? I don't know. And if I'm not mistaken, the Greek word for them is diakonos, which is deacons. This is the beginning of deacons. No way. Yeah, what was their job? Their job was to collect the offerings given to the church Uh and to make the distribution so the apostles could spend their time with the Holy Spirit doing what they were supposed to do, 
Yeah. Now we have deaconesses the in the scripture too. Do you ever see a deacon female in the Mormon church? Oh my gosh, They've no. made it all male. Most, most churches have male deacons only, but there's deaconesses in the Holy Scripture too. It's just someone who handles the temporal affairs of the organization. Hmm. But today churches continue to try to do that. They're trying. And the Mormons have 12 year olds as deacons. Deacons. And deacons don't do anything in the Mormon church. They hand out yeah, the sacrament. they pass the sacrament. Yeah. Oh. And they also go door to door and collect fast offerings, which is how they kind of interpret it to apply uh, it to them. It's another way for them to collect money. Um, I'm not seeing deacon here. I'm not Ooh. seeing that term. Did I miss it? Or What version? Try the King James or... I'm just, I just, I mean, that's what they were. Diaconus, you said? Oh, deacon, just deacon. That's not coming up. Huh. What's the ministration word? Daily ministries. What's two? That's just the verse. Okay, what's, what's ministration, the Greek for ministration there? I don't know. I'm not, I, I don't have that. I bet it's diaconus. What is it? Servant, it might say. Administration. And that's Young's? Yeah. There's no deacon, servant. It's all administration right now, but it maybe it, that will come up. Um, I want to I take the time to look that up. What verse is it? Well, this is Acts chapter 6. 6 what verse? Well, I don't know. It's several verses that I'm talking about. What does it say? Uh, administration. Administration. Yeah, whatever. I think it's for. Let's see. Or no, wait. I'm really one. sorry. Young. One. Yeah, one. Came a murmuring of the Hellenists at the Hebrew because of what was being overlooked in daily ministration. Yeah. Let's see here. Daily distribution, daily ministry. Diaconia. Oh my gosh, wow. Distribution. Mm -hmm. It says distribution in the King James for 6 1. But it's, they are just deacons. That's so all it funny. means. Yeah. And it's not an office of what the Mormons have made it or what the Christians make it. It's just people who help out around the headquarters and take stuff in and distribute it. How funny. Nice one, Dad. Thank you. <laughs> He knew that diaconus. Diaconus. <laughs> um, Male or female, folks. There is no difference between men and women in the body of Christ. It's pretty insane that that... It, these massive things that run churches today come mm -hmm. from the smallest, smallest moments. Yeah. Little, little things, and then they make a big empire on it. Wild. So this proposal... 
they they wanted to do this so they could give their attention to prayer and ministry of the word. Uh-huh. And I brought that up earlier that the ministry of the word yeah. was yeah, that's um, a good catch. Just not knowing what the word is exactly. Yeah, I bet that's not capitalized, is it? Ministry it's of the not. word. And I think we should capitalize it because uh, he is the word. Is. That Bible's not the word. Uh-huh. It calls itself the word of God, I know, but he's the word. And, yeah. yeah. Them saying ministry of the word is referring to sharing Jesus. Yeah. Just Jesus specifically. Yeah. Okay. And and remember, it certainly couldn't have meant the New Testament books because they didn't no. have them. Right. Yeah. It's so, wild. Yeah. I'm glad you're getting this discernment. It's it's really amazing. You're really getting it. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> she has a a mental defect with, with with hand clapping, knuckles slapping. Hers are always a little bit twisted, kind of like this. <laughs> Dad, stop! I'm sorry to the peanut gallery. Okay. This proposal pleased the whole group. They chose Stephen, a man of faith in the Holy Spirit. Um, why, why they just say that about him? A man of faith in the Holy Spirit. And then there's Philip, Prochorus, Ninicor, Jamon, all those others. And no females, huh? Not that you said females, but I didn't read females. In other places, females are called deaconesses. Okay. But here, the original were all males, and that causes church and males who run the church to say it's got to be all males. But Paul was facing an ancient culture of male-driven stuff. Mm. He wasn't going to, they weren't going to upset the apple cart then. The spirit wasn't going to bring women in all of a sudden Mm. to this brand new religion that was just came out of Judaism. Mm -hmm. People would have freaked. Mm-hmm. And they and so they'll use this as the justification for no women being deacons now, mm-hmm. but that's just not the case. They are in other places. And they okay, and they presented these men to the apostles who prayed and laid their hands on them. Mm-hmm. I imagine that's the priesthood. It's not a priesthood. That's how the Mormons interpret laying it. Laying their hands yeah. on. Yeah. In that day, the apostles would at times lay hands on and all kinds of miraculous things were happening. Oh. So, again, my question is, where is that now? Uh-huh. You know, they did bestow the Holy Spirit sometimes by literally laying hands. That was a cultural um, thing that the Jews did. They mm-hmm. laid hands. So, of course, they're going to be laying hands. I want The Mormons say you have to do that now. There's... Their whole priesthood thing is a complete lie, and you'll understand that when we're done with Hebrews. Okay. But yeah, yeah. But they had the power then, and they could do that, and that's what they did. Okay. They note that one of those people is a convert to Judaism. They list names. They say Stephen's a man full of faith in the Holy Spirit, and they say Antioch, or sorry, <laughs> Nicholas is a convert to Judaism. Wow. Cool. Just to I didn't point even know that. that out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's showing to me that shows a little bit of a crack in opening up to more people Mm -hmm. like like this isn't so pure of a thing Mm -hmm. and these are I'm just really surprised that this is where something like deacons comes out of because it's really a casual thing it's just naming seven people it's not apostles no 
It's just seven people who are. That's right. It's very casual. Yeah. It's like baptism. It's the same thing. It's just identifying. Yeah. We've made these monolithic ideas. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So the word of God spread. The number of disciples in Jerusalem increased rapidly and the number of priests became obedient to the faith and a large number of priests became obedient to the faith. Yeah. That's what it said. The temple was operated by a high priest who was the top and lower priests who would do all the cutting of animals and clean up and all that stuff. Huh. They were priests in the temple of Judah of Jerusalem. Okay. Okay. Um, so now Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power, performed great wonders and signs among the people. Opposition arose. However, um, opposition arose, but they couldn't stand against the spirit of wisdom. They secretly persuaded some men to say, we've heard Stephen speak blasphemous words against Moses and against God. They bring him in and accuse him against, against the holy place and the law. Oh, sorry, I'm speaking against the holy place and the law. Um, and I just wanted to clarify, that's kind of the whole rest of it. And they're saying that he's blaspheming Moses and the law because he's talking about Jesus and Jesus gets rid of the law or sorry, I'm sorry. Not he's speaking blasphemous against Moses and God, not against Moses and law, but and that's because he's talking about Jesus. And I'm just trying to make the connection. So him talking about Jesus means he's saying there is no law and God gave Moses law, which is what Judaism is founded on. So talking about Jesus is blaspheming Moses. That very well could be what justified their accusation in their minds. It, is that what they're trying to say? I don't remember what it is. Oh. I think we'll know more as Stephen talks in chapter seven. Because oh. he stands to defend himself. Oh. Yeah. And he tells the story of the Jews in a summary way that is, I mean, it's really worth reading. Ooh. Yeah. Well, good, because I'm going to read it. Yeah. Um, and, um, and But you'll notice something about that. He started as being called a deacon. We want you. So it's to show what you do when you're in the organization. That's one thing. But as a believer, he had the power to go out and speak. You know, he was speaking, too. So it shows that it I wasn't see. just the apostles. It was other believers, too, who were sharing and being persecuted. Performed. Now, yeah, I just happened to gloss over that but Stephen performed great wonders and signs yeah. among the people yeah and so opposition this is that overlap arose. and Stephen's playing an important role to show yeah. believers in that day you have power yeah go and show it so my that's what yeah. oh no sorry my question is where are they today yeah. yeah and Stephen that so that's probably why they noted that Stephen was a man full of faith in the Holy Spirit yeah because the others aren't described like that. But, yeah. and then they, again, they say now Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power. Yeah. Um, Luke, the writer's building it up to show what happens next. I see. Yeah. And the opposition came from the synagogue of freedmen, Jews of Cyrene and Alexandria, as well as the provinces of Sicilia who began to argue with Stephen, but they couldn't stand up against the wisdom that the spirit gave him as he spoke. Okay. And they secretly persuaded some men. We've heard 
Okay. So they, it doesn't say what Stephen said. It's it, just well, them yeah. saying, we've heard Stephen speak blasphemous yeah. words against Moses. Plus he's doing miracles. And if they put the one who did all the big miracles to death, they're going to put him to death. Mm-hmm. So now we're starting to progress toward whether you don't see it now, but we're starting to progress toward uh, Israel starting to get more demonstrative in their boldness because they're going to take the law into their own hands with this. Ultimately, in another 10, 20 years, they're going to rise up and believe that they can beat the Roman armies. And we're seeing the very first sign of it in the fact that they take the law into their own Mm. hands here. Mm. I see. So we'll talk about Stephen the next time. Yeah, and number seven. Oh my gosh, we're at 20 minutes already. Um, I just wanted to, the last verse is all who were sitting in the Sanhedrin looked intently at Stephen and they saw his face was like the face of an angel. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. Like the face of an angel. That could, sounds kind of scary. <laughs> Yeah, and that's uh, funny. Those little flourishes are sometimes hard to believe. Like, did some excited, right? Did Luke get excited there? But, you know, there's a lot of that that goes on in Scripture. Moses had the face of an angel, a lot of them, and I believe it. Yeah, it, um, it is kind of crazy that he was, like, just assigned to be a deacon, and he's out doing that yeah. now. That's like... That already is an instance of how it's dis- it's not organized no. in the way that religion now makes deacons. It's like so clear cut yeah. and they don't do like he's the first one and immediately he just goes and starts yeah. doing. And we don't see anything that says and, and Peter gave him permission to also preach yeah, right? Nothing. because that's established by Christ. If they're not against us, they're for us. Stop trying to break it up. Yeah, you're seeing it. Good job, Delaney Ole. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. We will see you later.